Once upon a time in the sewer, there were four cute little turtles. Who suddenly went through this incredible mutation process and became the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles! <laughs> and then there was a sweet, charming rock musician. Who goes out of control, changes and mutates into Bebop! Oh my my! Look! They decided to play together. And of course, they all live happily ever after. Now they lose. Some playmates. What is it? It's time to go back. Welcome. Welcome back and happy holidays. It's Generation S, a podcast about growing up in the 90s and the early 2000s. I will put it to you this way. If the topic of discussion today is a toy that you held near and dear to your heart in the 90s, this podcast is for you. I'm Dan Kemp, joined once again by Generation S first ballot Hall of Famer, Lou Carnavale. Not only is the figure potentially held near and dear to your heart, maybe your parents said, well, maybe we should get two to hang on to it just in case it's worth money. They never did. My parents never did that. Did yours? Oh, my dad did. Yes. No, my parents never. Like, I, I, there's so many toys of mine that have been thrown away over the years that I guarantee you were at least worth something that they just threw away. So, yeah, my parents didn't throw, I didn't throw away anything, and they would buy some duplicates if they thought it was going to be worth money down the road. I think the difference is the whole only child versus like multi child household because, like, sure. they're going to hold on to your stuff, whereas mine, they would have to hold on to four kids worth of stuff, and they were not about to do that. So yes, like their mentality was that. like, get it out of the house as soon as possible. I remember it's funny because mm-hmm. like as a little, little kid, we would have tubs and tubs of action figures. And by the time I was I don't know, probably like almost a teenager where I really wasn't playing with them anymore. My little brother was, but like it had dwindled down to like one tub of toys like that. We'd thrown them <laughs> out or got lost them, whatever. It's just it's crazy how quickly. Yeah. It dwindled, you know what I mean? And so, anyway, in case you couldn't tell, we are talking all about action figures today, folks. Uh, so, My favorite form of toy for many years, as it was yours, I believe, right? Like, action figures were the thing, like, for birthdays, Christmases, yeah. whatever. And Absolutely. so, I figured for the holiday season, right, you know, it's we're talking all about toys. And, and, and I definitely want to do, a, like, a, a other 90s toys in the future, but I wanted to focus specifically today on action figures. Because for me, again, I don't know if it's because I was a boy or what, but action figures were my, like, I didn't care what toy line it was from. If I got action figures for a holiday, it was a good, it was a good time. So, and, and, and like, to the point where, like, yeah, I, I. I mean, I had the the classics like the Ninja Turtle toys and the Power Rangers and stuff like that. But I also had some weird ones where I'd never heard of the figure line, but I didn't care because the figure looked really cool and it would fit in with whatever storyline I was doing. Or I, I don't, I wouldn't have called it a storyline back then, but you know, a story, right? What about you? I mean, is that similar to kind of your experience with action figures in general? Yeah, I had I had the uh, the main ones: Turtles, Power Rangers, Ghostbusters, more wrestling figures than I could possibly ever imagine. Yeah. But like you, these weird things would would pop up that they were the flavor of the month, or if you saved your allowance and you went to more likely KB, and Biker Mike's from Mars was on sale for a dollar, you would get that figure and be like, oh, I could use him for something. That'd be cool. He looks like a Ninja Turtle villain or something like that. Well, and you know what you I love? Your imagination. Well, that's exactly right. And you know what I loved is when you would buy toys from the same maker. They were usually the same scale, right? So I'll give you an yes, example. Yes. 
Um, you had the turtle toys, right? Made by Playmates. There was another uh, animated series that actually made it to my Ninja Turtles knockoff video on YouTube, which, by the way, you should go check out our channel, Generation S Podcast on YouTube. Um, or maybe it's just Generation S. I can't remember. But <laughs> I, I just, I don't remember. It, what is it? It's Generation S, right? Uh, on YouTube? It's at least Generation S. How's that? Okay. Go search it. You'll find it. Anyway, that was really bad. I'm probably going to edit that out. Hold on. Let's clap real quick. Ready? Want me to look it up? No, I'm just going to totally just say, go check us out on YouTube and then move on. Um, anyway, so, okay. Where was it? Okay. Hold on. Ready? Like, I loved it when the same toy makers would make, uh, you know, multiple figure lines because usually they were the same scale, right? So I'll, I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about here. Uh, there's actually a cartoon series that didn't last very long and actually made it to my uh, video I made for our Generation S YouTube channel. Uh, where I talked all about the top 10 Ninja Turtles knockoffs. And uh, this was called the Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Do you remember that series or anything about no. them at all by chance? I, only time I ever heard of it was watching the video you made. Oh, really? Yeah. So like it's... One of those were like, it was like, as soon as I saw the video on YouTube, it unlocked a weird core memory from me. Like, I remember the cartoon series, and I thought it was a dream until I saw it for real. I'm like, oh, that was a real thing. <laughs> but they made toys, and Playmates made them, so they were the exact same scale as the Ninja Turtle toys. Now, I didn't happen to own any of those particular figures, but had I owned them, they would have been the same size, like the, the characters were the same height. And that, yep. I don't want to say that bothered me back in the day, but what about you? Like, if you had big size differentials, did that, did you... Did you factor that into when you were playing with them, or did it not matter for you? Yeah, I, I it did. So, similar, the Power Rangers were made by Bandai, and Bandai also made Superhuman Samurai and VR Troopers. Yep. So, the the Power Ranger fliphead ones, which I want to say were probably four inches, Superhuman Samurai and VR Troopers were the same thing. So, I bought the more of the villains to just bring in more villains. Uh, on the flip side, no pun intended there because I mentioned Fliphead. I see My wrestling figures were all across the board. So I had like the WWF ones, which were like that, you know, f around that four inches. Yep. WCW was like all over the place. Sometimes they were the same size. Sometimes they were bigger. If they were too big, I couldn't use them. And then ECW was the same size kind of towards when I stopped playing with them. But I remember watching a show. And if you're listening to this or watching this, um, you definitely have heard about the show, the toys that made us. And the interesting things is there was a, uh, it was a wrestling episode and the guy that made, it was the original San Francisco toy makers. And he got the ECW license. And he said, I wanted to make our figures the same size as the WWF ones. That way people would buy our figures to use with the WWF figure. So I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, no, and and they they still do that now, and I think pe so. There are people that collect wrestling figures now, like grown people like us that will collect the figures still. And it's, is it it's Mattel that makes them now, right? Correct. It's Mattel that makes the WWE, and I believe it's Jax who made the WWF figures when we were probably middle school. Yeah, it was like the the Attitude uh, Era around, figures. Yeah, the Attitude Era was Jax. They make the AEW figures, and even before them was the Hasbro's, which are worth a lot of money. Absolutely there. So, but my point is with Mattel making them, they set the standard. So any figures they make now, like, and have since they started were are all to scale. So like, if you're playing with like yeah. an Andre the Giant Legends figure against a Rey Mysterio, I mean, there's a real height differential there and it's, it's pretty accurate. So like, no matter what, 
Andre mm-hmm. the Giant, if they make new ones, will always be that size and height. And so they made it, like I said, so, and then it's to scale with all the, the, the wrestling rings and everything they make. So that's pretty cool that they do that now. Because, yeah, back in the day, they didn't. And you almost you had to. Now, for wrestling, it's a little different because, yeah, if they're going to fight each other, it's going to look really weird if they're supposed to be equal sized dudes in a wrestling ring. And you've got, you know, so did you have a toy wrestling ring, by the way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a few. You did. OK. Was it a WWE one or did they did they make a WC? I don't even know. They did. I had a WWF one, which was actually, it was so massive. Absolutely yeah. massive. Like, the top rope, like when you put the guy in the in the ring, the top rope was like eye level with the guy, which didn't make any oh, sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then I got the then I got the WCW ring, which was great, but all three companies, again, talking about the 90s, all three wrestling yeah. companies had their own figures, their own ring, and all that good stuff. Yep, that's right. And then uh, even now, like I so I never owned the wrestling ring toy as a, a kid. A friend of mine did. So every once in a while we would go. We were probably in like sixth, seventh grade, maybe. And we were still playing with wrestling figures at the time. And he had it was a, an Attitude Era WWF Raw ring. And it was like just a hard a, piece of play. It wasn't it wasn't bouncy. Black, it was black. It was black, right? It was the black ring. Yep. Did you have that I had one? That. Oh, I had so that one, good. Yes. I thought it was so cool, you know, and because it just, I never played with a wrestling ring as a kid. I had some of the, now it's funny, my first wrestling figures I had, I may have mentioned this on episode one of this podcast, I'd have to go back and listen, <laughs> is I had a bunch of hand-me-down LJN rubber wrestlers. You remember yes. those, right? I so do. I had- our, both Before both of our times, but I do yeah, remember those were them, early. I got some hand-me-downs also. Yeah, those were like mid '80s, and so yeah, they were like the neighbor was getting rid of them. They're like, oh, maybe maybe little Danny wants them, right? And so uh, I had Hulk Hogan, I had the Iron Sheik, and I had uh, I had the Greg the Hammer Valentine, and I had Nikolai Volkov. Those are the four that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and then years later, I re- I finally, with the power of the internet, learned that they made a whole line of these things, and there was tons. Oh, of Oh yeah, them. which uh, yep. which ones did you have? Of LJN, I literally had. Two. I know I had the Iron Sheik, and I think I had Hogan. Okay. I think I had Hogan. Nice. But they were great, man. Yeah, the, those are like my go-to's to take in the bathtub for many years because they were rubber, right? They wouldn't get like yeah. messed up and funky. Like you could, you could beat the crap out of them, and it was, it was awesome. I took my Batman toys into the water. I don't know why. Now, which Batman toys? Like which? Let's let's specify here because there was a lot probably, of Batman toys. Yeah, probably from the the movie so batman 89 more than likely so if okay the movie came out in 89 i was probably four years old three four years old when you're probably still playing with toys in the in the bathtub i don't know why but i brought batman in there oh i always brought action figures in the bathtub yeah i did specifically batman specifically i i don't know why and ironically um one of the few collections i have ongoing is a batman collection right now but it's a very specific type of collection Gotcha. For, it was for the Batman Arkham series, right? Correct. Yes. And yeah. talking about making things for scale, you know, back in the day when we were kids, if they, I, I just bought Man Bat uh, at a Comic Con from the Arkham series, and it's massive. He's absolutely massive. Like the wingspan of him is like a whole figure. If I lay a figure down, that's his wingspan. Then the figure upright, and then another figure laying down is his other wingspan. It's like, oh, it's absolutely massive. And when we were kids, it was just here's Man Bat, and it's, his arms are a little bit bigger than everybody else's. That was it. Right but now, it's just like ridiculously big. Yeah, no, I remember that. And so the Batman figures I owned because I I didn't have the '89. I had. I don't even think I had the Batman Returns figures, to be honest with you. Uh, I had the McDonald's toys, but that's a totally different episode. Yep. Um, I had Batman Forever figures. I remember I specifically got those for a birthday. 
And I did my too. favorite one, you did too, yes. And, I, and again, I think on our Batman episode, I think I talked about this, but I had a Two-Face action figure that came with a coin that had the scratches on the one side. It was a mm-hmm. metal coin. And it was at the cool... Yep. I held onto that coin for years. Like, I'm talking into college. I still had that sitting in my drawer by my bed. Really? Okay, that's cool. I, I just, it was the coolest thing. Like, if I, if I could go out, I would buy it again. I would have it on my desk. You know what I mean? Just because it's a fun little prop. Ironically... Literally, as we're recording this, about five days ago, I got one of the more rare, because I collect the Batman Arkhamverse figures, I got Two-Face, okay. and I got them loose, and that's the thing. Now, as, an, as a collector, I have more space, and I'm settled in where I'm living, so I can. I used to collect everything in the box as an adult collector. Now, I have space to display things, but I don't have enough space to put everything in the box, so like something like Two-Face... In the box, he's probably fifty, sixty, maybe even seventy dollars. I got him loose for twenty, oh, and yeah. he has the coin like in his hand, like it's like okay. it's the the mold of the character has the coin in his hand. So that's pretty oh, cool. Nice. That is cool. Yeah, absolutely. So let's. I'm trying to think of other like really popular ones because I sadly I didn't do enough research. Now I did do some research because I want to talk about some kind of more obscure uh, 90s action figure lines here in a minute mm-hmm. but before we get to that I want to talk about the ones that we own that were like again kind of mainstream sure. um, let's go back to Turtle Toys for a second because uh, again that was like a massive juggernaut everyone had them uh, I first Everybody. got them yeah I, I got them when I was about three actually I think I again going back to our Ninja Turtles episode of this podcast on episode uh, what was that two you're or gonna three make me or... put a lot of tabs in this when I'm putting it on YouTube right every time you Ninja Turtles <laughs> a tab watch this one uh, Turtles knockoff watch that one Ghostbusters watch that one hey man that's, that's whatever gonna be a lot of tabs whatever works man um, but no I because we talked about the toys obviously because you had to because that was yes. like such a big part that was I think I liked the toys before I liked the cartoon quite frankly is I so I had mm-hmm. had a, like a, a small surgery when I was three and I, nothing crazy but I remember like while I was recovering my parents went out and bought a bunch of them and I just got really into the turtle toys and so for many years that was like my go-to gift was give, give me Ninja Turtle stuff and quite frankly now at 36 years old it's still what does Dan want for his birthday get him something Ninja Turtles related what did I send you for your birthday you sent me uh what did you say oh you sent me that shredder action figure exactly yes, yes. see so from the yes. movie from the movie yes which is my favorite movie of all time so i love the turtles figure so much i i had a lot of the vehicles but i didn't have like there were some that i definitely wish i had like you know like the holy grail for me was i always wanted a technodrome right did you have the technodrome you do have the technodrome don't you i do it's in the garage in a box i was gonna say i saw it at your house when i went over one time I'm it's pretty the, sure we played there. with the turtle toys like in college when I came over there. One Don't time. tell nobody. We <laughs> no, were just cool. doing inventory. We were just doing inventory. I swear. <laughs> oh yeah, man. So I, I had the turtle van, which I actually have again because they re-released it. So I have it upstairs. From I gave it to my kids, mm-hmm. obviously. But it's really it was really cool. Just like it was wild. How many like sensory memories just from like touching it that sounds weird but like you know what i'm saying like if you look at something or feel something that you like that is like the same that it was when you were a kid so many things just flood back to you it was wild so like seeing these Mm. toys because they are remaking so many of the classic turtles figures now too like you can get them in walmart and target again and again seeing that to me is is amazing because again it's i'm looking at these figures I'm, i'm holding them in my hands and like something's transporting me back like almost 30 years ago and uh it's the wildest thing it's it is true. I've seen them. I have the original four and the, the re-releases. I wish I had the originals, and oh yeah, they might be on on a, in a, in a a list of most expensive toys if we if we go down that road. 
Um, I have the four turtles, Bebop, Rocksteady, and Shredder in the original packaging. And it is every time I look at them, because I have them on display in a, in, a, in a glass cabinet. Yep. And I have a few, a few loose ones too that weren't beat up too bad. It's ironically, it's all the movie turtles because that was probably towards the end of when I was playing with them. So those are the ones in, in best conditions to be on display. But there is something, and, and you know, to each their own. I want to put that as a disclaimer. Some people just when they're over it, they're over, and they just move on. That's that's fine to each their own and there's some of us that you know either they've kept all or some or they've repurchased some of their originals or they've gotten re-releases and there there is an attachment but you know there is an attachment if it's your childhood toys and then if you repurchase them there might be a story attached to it that where you were when you got it or how you found it or who you were with you know, yep. there's, there's something attached to it. Like I just said, I got Man Bad at Comic-Con. There's a story attached to that. It's a long story, but it's still a story. Yeah. You know, um, I was with our, you know, uh, Dan Vorbeck, who's been on a bunch of these podcasts with us. I was with him when I got the Two-Face. There's there's a story attached. You know, if I see him and next to me and him go to a collectible store, oh, remember that Two-Face I got for 20 bucks? Oh, man, what a deal that was. You yep. know, but. The old toys, there, there's something about them when when you find them and you and you dust them off, and I really have to dust them off because they've been in storage for so long. Um, it's fun. It, 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 it really is. is fun. It is, and it's what's for me as a parent now too to be able to show my kids like this is what I played with back in the day. I think it's because of those old toys that I still held on to for action figures that my youngest loves playing with action figures. My oldest, not so much. Like he's more into Legos, and which is totally cool. Uh, and like mm-hmm. honestly, books. He just loves to read and loves to play with Legos. Um, but my youngest, he loves wrestling figures. He loves action figures. I think I. I can't remember if I mentioned it, but I bought him a wrestling ring for his birthday one year and it's the kind that bounces too. So it's got the Mm -hmm. bouncy, you know what I mean? And so he will absolutely just take out a bin of action figures and do like, just fight with them. You know what I mean? And it's the coolest thing. That's what I would do. He doesn't know how the characters are, but he just, he loves them. And there's some that he does for sure. So actually, you know what, what figure line he loves to collect if I find him for him is the old nineties Marvel cartoon figures. Remember those? Okay, like X Men and Spider Man, and yeah. Yep. So and those were well, all those scale were great too. figures, also. Yeah, yes. those, those were. Yeah, they were fantastic. And actually, you know, it's really exciting. So I, I, I love. It is such a great time to be alive, and quite frankly, such a great time to have a podcast like this because so much of what our childhood meant to us is now being thrown back out there into the world. Uh, that that animated series coming to Disney Plus, X Men ninety seven, mm-hmm. which is a continuation yep. of the animated X Men series that we loved as kids that we talked about on a previous episode of this podcast. Another tab I got to put in. There it is. They're putting out those figures though. Like they're re-releasing yeah. the figures from the that old series. Um, I forget mm-hmm. who made them back then, but or maybe it's a different company. Toy, that's I want to say them. Toy Wiz, Toy Wiz, or Toy Biz. I don't know. It was. I remember Something. it was like a red and yellow logo on the corner. Yeah, it was Toy Maze. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, it might be a different company that's putting them out, but they look very similar in size and scale, and, and certainly the same physical mm-hmm. appearance as the toys, like the the cartoon figures from back then, because you know they're yep. they're based off the same cartoon animation style but so anyway all that to say my son loves the spider-man ones in particular uh and x-men too like i remember for the longest time and i think it's because he plays the old marvel versus no is the marvel superheroes or maybe one of the x-men like arcade games he plays it he has one of those Mm -hmm. arcade systems he wanted a juggernaut figure for so long 
And so uh, we, f- we finally found him one. I never had but from the from the nineties. I never had, had it one. either. Neither did I. Yeah. And so you know, it's funny too. We talk about to scale, and you know, if you're listening to this and you're any kind of an X Men fan, you know, Juggernaut is this massive character, right? He's like Hulk sized, maybe bigger. Uh, the figure itself, when it came in the mail, I swear to you, it's probably the same height as the Wolverine figure he has. Oh, which really? Is, it's which it is hilarious. Nothing. nothing like they didn't like they were all the same rough size to play with them back in the day, but they were yeah. literally all the same height. Didn't matter if it was a big character, little wow. character. They were all the same height, um, which I thought was hilarious because, yeah, it's, he's cool. He's big. He's wide, but he's short. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the same height as everyone else, which for Juggernaut is just silly. He's built like a fire hydrant. There it is. <laughs> he's built like a fire hydrant. That's perfect. Yes. Is he, yeah. And he looked like one, too, because he had the helmet on his head, you know? There you go. And he's red. And he's, yeah, well, he's orange. He's orange or brown. No, Juggernaut's red. No, he's not. He's orange or brown. Wait. Look it up. It's like a, it's like a dark, dark reddish it's like a burnt, brown. It's like a burnt sienna. I'll give you that. Like he's a reddish brown, but emphasis definitely on brown. not orange. He's, he's, okay. He's whatever. I think he's orange. Anyway, okay. I digress. To each to each Don't steal my lines. <laughs> Uh, what other figures do we have? So it was the superheroes. Well, I, I had actually Sp- had the- I had Spider Man. Spider Man I liked because you you mentioned the um the X Men that whole era. I yep. didn't have the Superman, but that whole era of the animated X Men, Spider Man, Batman, uh, the Superman, the Justice League. They all kind of looked like Mark McGuire. They were they were the wide torso, they were skinny big. legs. Yes, they skipped leg day. <laughs> yes every dude was on the juice and every girl had implants that's how we liked our action figures that's right man that's that's how it was um i started to collect simpson figures i from it's very oh it's very depressing when i started to collect these about a year ago and i from playmates not that playmates that those those playmates don't even exist anymore it's only the action figure playmates that exist now that's right and I looked at the back of the box. It said 2000. I go, oh, my God, these figures are 23 years old. That means when these came out, this, and this is what I'm doing now at my age. So, like, something that's 23 years old, I think about how old is that from 2000. So, if it's 2000, it's 90, it's 80, minus another three. So, a 23-year-old toy when the Simpsons toys came out was like 1973 or something like that off the top. No, 1977. Oh, I do the same thing where I go, okay, like, let's put it in a scale of when I was a kid and I remember the year 2000. I do it with wrestling a lot, actually. Where, like, I'm uh, like, okay, it's 2023. That means 20 years ago in 2003, you had the big Survivor Series match, uh, the Elimination Chamber match that Shawn Michaels won the World Heavyweight Championship. Or I think that was what it was and then i'm like okay well, what would what would have been happening 20 years before that in 1983 i'm like oh shit that was so long ago yeah i'm doing that right now and we're we're going to be releasing a show called extreme retrospective which is about ecw and i'm watching yeah. 1999 right now i'm like oh my god it's 24 years ago what's 24 years before that i'm like oh my god yeah. like that's disgusting so yeah I'm, I'm doing that with action figures now too yeah, that's wild. Getting, getting up there. Getting up yeah. there. Oh, man. So I remember, you know, you were talking about like the superhero, car, you know, the, the different figures because they, they made some really cool ones, really cool accessories. I remember one in particular. I got a Christmas one year and it was the I don't think I even got the figure. It was just the it was a vehicle. It was a Hobgoblin. Remember Hobgoblin from Spider-Man? Not Green Goblin. I do. It was yeah, Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin was yellow with an orange. That's right. Yeah. Hood, right. But 
very similar character. He threw pumpkin bombs, yes. what have you. But uh, he had a glider. And it was, mm-hmm. I remember this, it was, I didn't have the figure, but I had the glider and it had like a handle, almost like a gun handle, like a, for your hand, you used to, to like hold it yep. and move it around. It also had wheels on it too, so you could fold up the handle and like glide it on the ground. But it came with so many different accessories and like little missiles that you could pl- pop into it. And I remember that Christmas, I don't remember what year it was, but so vividly, that was one of the first toys I had opened. And I remember, because mm-hmm. what we would do is every Christmas, we would take our toys and we would have a pile in the living room. Like, okay, this is Adam's pile. This is Dan's pile. This is Matt's pile. And we would all put our toys in that pile. And then at the end, we would bring it all to our room. And I remember bringing that toy to our, to my room and just, I played with that toy for hours with the I would put different figures on to try to balance it on it and try to just glide it around the room and again I'd never seen Hobgoblin in the show I just thought this is a cool looking purple bat glider and funnily enough I never put two and two together that would have been like a perfect thing to put Batman on but I didn't you know but uh so that's a that's and Star a Wars too was another thing I mean there's yeah. so many there's but Star the thing Wars is with Star Wars it was just they re-released the movies in 97 so i was still at like the right age yeah i was 10 or 11 so still at the right age to get the toys but it just didn't i feel like once 97 i remember growing up there weren't star wars toys on the shelf if there were i didn't pay attention to them because it was like you said turtles power rangers wrestling ghostbusters when i was a really young kid so either they weren't there or i just literally didn't pay attention to them but i feel like once they re-released them in 97 Regardless if there's a movie out or not, like they've never gone off the shelf since. Yeah, no, I I would hundred percent agree. Star Wars has been a thing. It, again, talked about in our Star Wars episode that when we talked about the toys. Thank you for linking that, Lou. Um, <laughs> like no, I have to, you have to, you absolutely do. It's <laughs> we basically talk about like once they came back in full in like ninety seven. Like they haven't stopped since for twenty six years now. Um, for better for worse, for the record. Yep. But as far as the toys go, yeah, like they kind of what would they, when they brought them out back, they were kind of like an HD remake of the original seventies toys that's probably the best way to describe it right because they were the same scale same size but they're way more detailed i remember the one thing that was kind of cool and i didn't realize this because i didn't have star wars toys as a kid like before the ones that came out i owned i I did own a few of the ones from the mid 90s but i remember going to my grandparents house and we were sleeping over and they brought out my uncle's old star wars toys and so Mm. i remember like he had a Luke Skywalker and a Darth Vader and I held him up and the Darth Vader was missing a cape, but I knew who it was because it had the helmet and the lightsaber was in the arms. Remember that? Yes. Like from, yes. So like, I'm like, what is this? So like, oh, that's this lightsaber. I'm like, that's dumb because like, why is it stuck to his hand? He's not Wolverine. You know what I mean? And so you would slide it out to fight with it and it would just hold it straight Did out. So do you remember the color of Luke's lightsaber in that toy? It was like white or something, right? It was, it was, was yellow. It yellow. Yellow. I was saying I knew yeah. it was like a white or a yellow, and then which is weird because I think back in the day mm. when those movies were first released, like if I recall, because I watched like the Betamax of the original Star Wars, that's how I saw it. It wasn't a very blue lightsaber. It was borderline white in that movie. Yeah, when he ignites it for the first time, it's blue. But when he's on the Millennium Falcon and he's practicing, it definitely looks white. Yeah, which, uh, you know, which I'm sure there's there's got to be some kind of in-universe explanation for it, right? I just, you know. No, I think it's just literally, it looks like shit, so just go with it. They just they just say, they just ignore it. But it's been it. fixed. Let's, 
Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's supposed it's, to be and, fixed. And, and newer releases, because they've released that movie so many goddamn times, like, yeah, now it's yep. color corrected and whatever. But anyway, I thought that was fun that, like, the ones back in the day, the lightsabers didn't come out. I'm like, this is what people played with back in the 70s. This is bullshit. But then you got yep. the ones that were, like, in the 90s, and they had, like, the, the, the actual separate lightsaber that you could put in his hand, like a sword, you know, and it was cool. Mm. So... But yeah, it's Star Wars, Star Trek. Uh, I had a few Star Trek yep. figures actually, um, which were fun because like those were all over the map scale wise too. I remember I had a couple that were like I think Playmates made them, so they were probably similar size to the Turtles figures, but they were based on the TV show mm-hmm. Next Generation. And then they had the movie figures come out a few years later for like the like Star Trek First Contact. And so I had some of those; those are a little bit bigger, uh, and those were fun too. I can't remember if I was using them to actually play like like scenes with or if i just thought they were cool and i displayed them i don't remember at that point but did you have any star trek or i know there was I had really a, your thing the dude with the visor that's oh, yeah, Jordy, i never watched star cool. trek no yeah reading I rainbow didn't. right that's was right he reading Levar, rainbow lavar burton there it is actually I, I am planning on doing a star trek episode here i know beth wants to do a star trek episode so we will be doing one mm-hmm. but and i think vorbeck would kill me if i didn't involve him in it so oh yeah <laughs> if you got to make that a two-parter you got to bring him on for one one half yeah no absolutely no I, I i'll try to get both of them on at the same time i think i would but love you know to hear what would be good for that is is both a uh uh, the ladies and a gentleman's view on Star Trek. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, and, and I, I think I'll do something like that for sure. So yeah, Star and then Trek. I chime in going, I know nothing. What the hell's going on? Why yeah. are they fighting? Why is why they said diplomatic mission? Yeah, I'm, do I might something. Give, Fire I might something. Give you, I might give you like a vacation day that day or something. You know, you can, okay. you can sit that one out if I'll you need out. to. I'll take it. I need some PTO. <laughs> there you go oh god they're just they're so I, I as we're talking i'm picturing more action figures in my mind you mentioned like biker mice from mars that was absolutely one that i owned you know what i never owned actually uh mm-hmm. another turtles knockoff is i never had any of the street sharks figures do you remember street i was sharks? just about to say that i yeah. had a few street sharks you did. they were cool oh, yeah i did my friend did I, I've mentioned this friend a few times, especially in the Power Rangers episodes where he was the like the rich kid that had the Zords and he had basically yep. every toy, like every single Power Ranger toy ever. Um, he had Street Sharks toys. And you know what he had that I loved? Do you remember those puppets, the Street Sharks puppets? I remember it again from your show. Was from it my Vin video. Diesel in the commercial? It was. Yeah, Vin Diesel was in like a, yeah. an infomercial for him. But yeah, so like the, the rubber hand puppets and they had like the hard plastic teeth and they just looked so cool. And he had one and it was like, this. it was pretty cool. So Street Sharks were great. Oh, yeah. So many Talking good about things that you remember randomly, like I could still, if I close my eyes and think about it, I could still remember how like the rubber felt. Yes, the texture the of the Shark toys. Thing. Yes. Oh, God. And, and further back, even from when I was really young, I I think I had like an oral fixation. So like, I remember this is going to sound weird. And I'm, I don't even know why I'm saying this on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Why are you saying that? I'm gonna, I, I can make that as short of just then going, I have an oral fixation and cut. Say so like that short. I had an oral fixation. Grew out of it. Okay. Good. I would. I okay. used to put a lot of my toys in my mouth as a kid. Like, I don't know. Like that was just a thing. Did you do that? Okay, sure. so I'm the weird one. Okay, that's fine. I thought it was just me, and it turns out it's just me. So that's fine. It's just you <laughs> putting <laughs> street sharks in your mouth. Hey, man! Well, I, no, I never had twenty-three. You it do was, you. It was turtles, man. I was put the turtle toys because, like, the, I don't know. The plastic felt good on my teeth. I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe I just said that. I'm leaving it in. I'm owning it. It feels good. It's cathartic to get it out here, thirty years later. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, but you're right, though, the sensory feeling of like, I remember how this toy felt. So like you could look at a toy on a picture online or in display, like whatever. And you could go, I know what that felt like to play with that. And that's always that's there's not a lot of things that you can say that about 
you know, in your life other than toys. You know what I mean? Like that's because it's, there's such a, I don't, intimate's not the right word, but you know what I mean when I'm saying like, it's such a, like a, you form, it's, it's, it's a toy. Like you play with the toy. It's orgasmic. I don't know. Just get to the point. It, 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 it's oral and it's euphoric <laughs> and up. it's just, just, a, shut, oh, shut oh, up. Dude. Somebody anyway. give me a towel. <laughs> so what I want to do now is mm-hmm. I want to talk about some figure lines that were forgotten that we'll see if we can unlock some core memories here. I, I had found, okay. I found a, uh, I found a blog post. I'm going to go ahead and shout them out. Cause I'm literally going to be looking at their list here. Uh, so it's from nineties toys.com. This is an article that came out, uh, back, uh, actually looks like it was just updated last month. So we'll shout them out nineties toys.com. Really cool. Actually really fun website. If you want to go back and kind of reminisce about old toys. So I'm going to go through some figure lines, see if you remember them. Okay. Sure. So first one on the list here is something called Mummies Alive. Do you remember that? Mm, nope, I don't. Don't remember that. Okay. So this was nope. a it was an animated series. I think it was one of those classic like let's make toys or let's make a cartoon to sell toys. Remember like they did in the 80s? I'm yes, pretty sure he that this man. Is, that's yes, the He-Man era of what have you. Yes, exactly. We didn't even talk about He-Man toys. Shit. Do we want to talk about this? Cuz he's not 90s. He's no, right. not it's, 90s. You they they did make some in the 90s. I remember that, but yeah, you're right. It was kind of forgotten by then. So, okay, yeah. All right. We'll yeah. leave them in the 80s if we ever want to do like a hammy downs episode. Absolutely, we'll talk about He-Man. Um so basically, it was again kind of capitalizing on the Ninja Turtles hype uh, with these like crime fighting mummies. Like there was like a there's an evil wow. wizard. It takes place in San Francisco, and yeah, it's what are they called again? Mummies Alive. Full disclosure, I we did not, and we try to do things organically. I have yeah. no idea that he was bringing any of these up, so I have no idea. He may rattle off 10. I might not know 9 out of the 10. So, mu- But as he's talking, I'm bringing them up on my phone to look up Mummies Alive. Yes. Animated and let me series. know if you just if it triggers something for you. Maybe you saw them on the show because that was we, we did that back in the day. We would see toys on the shelf that we never would have owned and probably they did not own. But there were these obscure toy lines that just didn't take off. And so this was one of them. The oh, show only cool ran looking. for one. Yeah, they are very cool looking. The show only ran for one season, but uh, and, and I'm pretty sure you can watch it all on YouTube. But uh, it's yeah, it oh, you was can buy uh, the complete series on Blu-ray for twenty nine ninety nine. I mean, there you go, too. You got those options. So anyway, Mummy's Alive. That's a fun one. Check it out. This next one I remembered and I didn't remember it okay. until I saw it here for this blog post. I want I'm curious for you. Do you remember the mm-hmm. incredible crash test dummies? Yes, I yes! do remember them. I had oh, a car. Yeah. I had like a red car. I think I had a few oh. of them. And they were fun to play with and destroy, but not fun to put back together. No, they were, they were really hard to put back together. I Now, I full disclosure, I never owned these as a kid, but I had friends mm-hmm. that did. There was one particular crash test dummy toy that I always wanted. I never had it. It was a, it was like a plush with the, the Velcro limbs that would come off. Do you remember that? Oh, uh, yes, I do. Yep. I do remember that. Oh, God. That's another one. See, I, that's why I'm going through. I'm so glad we're going through these because that I, I, I remember, remember that. that. Yep. I remember that. Like you said, it was like a wrestling buddy for a wrestling, any wrestling fan. I just remember the wrestling buddies. Oh, yeah. They were made by, by, made by Tonka for some reason. But I do remember the Crash Dummy plush that his arms and legs would come off. I had like a, a car. I didn't have a lot of Crash Dummy toys. I think I had like one or two. Yeah. But the messed up thing was there was a Crash Dummy dog. And oh, really? It, it, it was like the legs would go out so it literally was supposed to look like roadkill it oh was God, terrible. terrible yeah it was terrible that is awful it was, okay 
It is, but I had God. a few, very, very few, one or two things. Maybe, you know, I may have gotten those as gifts from folks that didn't really know what to buy me, but I, yeah. I had them and I liked them. Well, they look cool, man. They had the bright colors and they just looked fun. Like, honestly, you know, what you could, I could have used them for is like, like fodder for my Power Rangers or my turtles. Like, they look like almost like a putty patrol type of, you know, villain where like you can yeah. just beat them up in mass and they fall apart. So yeah, what could, what could be any better, you know? So in fact, didn't they have, speaking of like the putty patrol, didn't they have putties that were the Zed putties that if you push their chest, their limbs would spring off? Did you ever have one of those? Yes. I yep. did, but when you spring it off and a, a leg goes into like, you know. Oh, they go far. Uh, an air an air vent. Like, oh, now I got a putty <laughs> with with one leg. That's okay. He got he, he, Gimpy the putty, you know. So do you want me to also maybe give the price guide for these? Because I just pulled up uh, sealed original four sealed crash dummies from 1991 are going on eBay for $160. That's actually not bad. I mean, I'm not saying no, I would spend not. that kind of money oh, on it. Oh, there's a car I had. The See? vintage 1991 Tyco Crash Dummies car. Yeah. It, it, it's red, and uh, apparently it's going for $65 loose with Again, a wheel missing. That's not... Probably, okay, because, well. probably because everything crashed kaput yeah. when you hit the button, and it would go <laughs> yeah. flying into your kid. It's like, oh, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good stuff. All right. It is. Next one. This is there. So according to this blog post, this is an action figure line. I could go either way with this because they're not really articulated action figures. Okay. Um, starting lineup. Oh, if you want, I can go down to the garage and bring up an entire bin. Yeah. Right. Oh, I know you have a ton of them. Too. Yeah. A ton. My dad just uh, every goalie that came out. Like I need to get the goalie, so I have like every goalie. Every player in the Yankees, every player in the Rangers, and the thing is, they did not they did not age well with their looks, and they did no. not age they aged, aged even worse with the pricing because every garage sale I've ever had in my life, they're out there for like two or three dollars, and nobody wants them. Nobody, nobody wants them. Wants them. Yeah, well, you can't really play with them. They're statues. I mean, that's literally which now it's funny as as adults, especially for collectors, that's what. People like you have statues of stuff, but like, yeah. like no, but you're right. Like these, they were popular, I guess, until they weren't, and then people just kind of forgot about it. Which is, I guess, why they're on this list here. What killed them was uh, McFarland, the guy that made Spawn. Yeah. So Spawn was always, and that might be on this list. Actually, if it's not, it should be. Um, Spawn was those, one of the first super articulated, detailed, like. Kids could play with it, but older kids could get it and just kind of like put it on their shelf kind of thing. Yeah. And then McFarlane started to make sports figures. So once McFarlane came out, forget it. Starting lineup was done. Yeah, because, well, McFarlane figures are always such a good quality. In fact, you mentioned Spawn. I did have a Spawn action figure. They were great. Mm-hmm. Um, they were. They, yeah, they made some. And McFarlane toys to this day still makes very high quality stuff. Like that's yeah, especially for. Yeah. They make the sports guys a lot less than they used to, but they're still made and they look exactly the same. They really didn't have to change much. No, no, they got it right the first time. I think that was they were great. So, all right, next on the list, this is one that I had no idea existed. Let's see if it triggers something for you, Captain mm-hmm. Simeon and the Space Monkeys. <laughs> no idea, not Captain, at all. That that was ninety six, ninety seven. So it's not even like it was early nineties. This was back when we would have been watching cartoons, and it was I think maybe one or two seasons. So it was. Uh, it's an Oof. Earth monkey named Captain Simeon. Uh, Captain Simeon, excuse me. He was blasted into space in the 1960s. His crew of space primates had to unveil the evil Nebula's plan to enslave the galaxy and restore peace. It was like Planet of the Apes sci-fi type stuff. 
And so this I'm, is available on DVD and Blu-ray, the complete season, but Extreme Ghostbusters isn't. So go figure with that. Go figure. That makes sense. Yeah. But did, did no this idea. trigger anything for you? No idea. Okay. No, it looks like it's made from the same people or studio that made the Mighty Duck series, just by the the way the the characters look and the way they're designed, like the size. Yeah, let's. I'm trying to see if I could find. I, I don't see who made these ones, so I don't. I couldn't tell you as far as which toy company. Uh, oh no, it is. It's Mattel. There it is, Mattel. It says ninety six to ninety six to ninety nine. So it was on for a little bit. Oh, I guess maybe. No, uh, no, yeah, only 97. Know. Excuse me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like one or two seasons. So, all right. Next one on the list. Absolutely remember this. Uh, I did not have the toys, but my friend did. I actually might have had one of the toys now that I think about it. Small Soldiers. Remember that movie? I do. I don't think I had any of the figures, but I definitely remember seeing it. Yeah. And just, I could picture it. Um, I didn't have a lot of Army guys. I had, I, well, we didn't even talk about G.I. Joe's. That could be. That's 80s. I'll tell you. I guess they were 90s, too. I'll tell you what. G.I. Joe is probably the most resurgent toy I see at collectible stores and Comic-Cons right now. Like the small ones. There is anything just across the board. The old ones from before we were before we were born, the ones when we were kids with Sergeant Slaughter. And like Hasbro's remaking them now about the size of the Power Rangers Lightning Collection. Yeah. They're everywhere. I see them at Target. I see them at Walmart. I see them at Ollie's. I see them at collectible stores. I see them at Comic-Con. Everywhere. So it's a big resurgence. And it's interesting because there's nothing really coming out with them. Like They had the G.I. Joe movies about uh, 10 years ago, but the, The Rock was in one. But now it's there's nothing coming up, but the toys are seeing a resurgence. So... I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm not in the loop with that, but I, I mean, yeah, I know they've tried, I think, making like animated series and stuff, but it never really took off, I think. And again, it's been a while, so I don't know. But you're right. Yeah, it's it's one of those. That's, it, it's interesting that it is seeing resurgence without like a, a, a full media kind of franchise running lot, you know, alongside it with the toys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but small. So I just want to go back to small soldiers for a second, because it's one of those movies where. Have you seen it as an adult or only as a kid? Like, did you ever have you no, watched it? No, I haven't seen it as an adult. So, as a kid, it's great, fun movie. Toys. It's like literally like if Toy Story toys were evil or not evil, but whatever. <laughs> like this, that's what this aggressive. is. Aggressive. Aggressive. There you go. That's a good. So, like, you got these two factions are fighting against each other, and but it's not like they're like they come to life like magically. It's like they literally have these like smart AI chips put in them that make them like sentient almost. Which is it's just it's stupid and silly and fun but as an adult it's just so funny because there's so many quotable moments that you don't think about like things that go over your head as a kid like there's this one line and i don't know why it makes me laugh so much now back in the day i didn't pay attention to it but now um there's a scene where phil hartman uh he plays the really annoying neighbor he's like this rich yuppie neighbor not a yuppie because he's got whatever and they're, they're sitting there watching tv and it was, you know, he just says this so totally randomly. He just goes to his wife, you know, I think World War II was my favorite war. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, as a kid, I'm like, well, that's what I'm saying. As a kid, I'm like, oh, whatever. Okay, I guess that's what adults talk about. I don't know. But now as an adult, I'm like, you would never say that. Nick. Who has a favorite war? That's pretty messed up to have a favorite war. You know what I mean? 
wouldn't you as an adult say your favorite war is a war that doesn't happen but there it is yeah that's what you should say anything but yeah. that and you're you're kind of a psycho so anyway i just it's one of those lines that just has, has stuck with yeah. me over the years and it's funnier that's, every time i hear it tough. yeah it is a dumb line i but think more war ii is my favorite war you know oh god I unless he's one of those people that like you know watch the history channel here's world war ii in color Maybe. I mean, I I will say happens. Same result. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, small soldiers. New footage found. Oh, we found more footage of troops coming out of the trenches. How exciting. (laughs) Uh, There it is. All right. Next one here. And this one, actually, I funnily enough, was looking up the other day because I was I was trying to think of it because I had pictured in my head. I'm like, what were those called again? Tell me if you remember these. If not, they're from the early 90s. They were called the Trash Bag Bunch. Does that sound familiar? Yes, I do. You I do, do remember yes. that? Oh, I yes. I do. You had the little plastic bags, you throw them in the water, and then they would dissolve, and then you had the figure inside. It was like a mystery grab. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh I, I, it's crazy. I haven't thought about that and probably since the last time I did it, which was at this point, probably 30-something years ago. So we had those in my house. So I, my mom probably just bought a big lot of them, like unopened, like probably on clearance somewhere, because I don't think they sold very well. They were only around for like a year, but... um. We used to have haircut surprises. Do you know what that is? Is that a is that a thing mm. that you grew up with? No, what's that? So when basically, you, haircut, you got a toy. Yes, if we sat through our haircut and didn't pitch a fit, because we had a lot of hair growing up, you know, you, you wouldn't know it now, obviously. But back in the day, we had a lot of hair, and my mom would cut her hair by hand with scissors. So it would take okay. well over an hour usually to cut our hair. So you're talking about hyperactive kids with you know ADHD tendencies, you know, undiagnosed, but like probably were had to sit still for an hour with her with scissors. Otherwise mm-hmm. she would totally mess up her hair. So yeah, we, we got aptly rewarded with haircut surprises. Every time we did a haircut, she would go up to the closet and grab a toy out for us. And we had a ton of these toys because they were small. They were easy. They were quick. You know what I mean? And they were cool. Mm-hmm. So like, there's one here. I'm looking at a picture of this, this, this blog post. And again, thank you so much to nineties toys.com. Um, one of the ones on the picture here is the first one I ever remember opening, and I don't, I don't know the character's name, but it was this little green monster, and his arms were like claws, like one claw, and then he had a bunch of eyeballs in his mouth. It looked like Slimer with like claws and giant teeth, almost, and a bunch of eyeballs. That was the first one I ever owned. But anyway, I'm so excited that you remember that. I, I figured that would be one for sure that you would not have remembered. It's a very faint memory, but... Yeah. Yes, I, I don't. Th- I think I had like one or two, and I don't remember even remember what they are. But I remember, like you said, you put them in the water. Yep, and they dissolve. And it was like the first, you know, it was basically loot boxes before loot boxes. You know, you didn't know what yeah. you're getting because you get those yep. all the time now. They have toys now. Like the whole appeal of it is you don't know what's in it, right? You know, and yep. like you're like trying to collect like minifigures for Lego, whatever it is. I think it's kind of a scam, to be honest with you. I don't like that. Oh, it definitely is yes. for, for collectors. But anyway, uh, all right. Next one on the list here. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying this. Is called Cyborgs. Ever heard of Cyborgs? Cyborgs. They were literally no. like robot wild boar hybrids i'm even looking at pictures and one of them maybe looks familiar but i don't remember these at all and they were only around for a year think i mean i know toys r us is for the most part kind of closed down but were we pumping out a lot of toys in the 90s compared to the 80s and the 2000s i feel like now toys are very like risk averse so like they're only going to put stuff out that's based off of a a well-known franchise what the hell is this i don't know it looks like again like a ninja turtles knockoff they've they fought it looks like bebop it does it looks like bebop like in the future in space 
It's what they all look like. So, yeah, there you go. All right. Don't remember that one at all. This next one, however, no. I absolutely do remember because I had one of these figures from my birthday. And, and there was another it made a, this all, figure also made an appearance on one of my favorite movies from a kid. And we'll talk about that in a second. Skeleton Warriors. Do you remember them? Oh, no, I don't. So I had skeleton. one skeleton. I actually had two skeleton warriors figures. I take it back. I knew I have two. And they were like basically like these mystical warrior medieval cyberpunk themed skeleton characters. And I remember the one I had, I can't remember his name. I don't remember any of the names, but it had like a, a I thought this was the coolest thing. It had like a detachable, like metal robotic jaw, lower jaw that would move up and down like jaws from James Bond. And he had like a cybernetic like arms and legs, but it was a skeleton. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. And I, see, like, I see the toys now. Yeah. yeah. Did you have any of those? Does those ring any bells to you? No, they don't. Okay. But man, you know what's weird? Like these toys probably hit the bargain bin when we were kids. Yeah. That's these where I ex- probably got them. These are expensive now, especially these really obscure ones. Mm-hmm. The, the skeleton warriors figures are going for 45 to 50 bucks. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because nobody bought them. Like, I mean, it's no. like they, they didn't make a lot of them. So anyway, I thought that was, they look that- cool. Now yeah. that's something you could take to be a turtles or Power Ranger villain, and, and I absolutely did. I guarantee you, that's what I did. So it was, yeah. Do you know what he looks like? And I don't know the name of the character because I'm not a huge um, Killer Instinct fan. But Killer Instinct has oh, that skeleton yeah. guy. That's right. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the game either. But you're right. So if you're listening to this and you're a Killer Instinct fan, you know who we're talking about. Um, yes. But I, as I said, one of them. So there's a picture of one. He's got like six arms. Are you seeing that one on the screen right yes, now? Yes, I do yeah. see that one. Yep. So that one I remember was featured. I was one because I saw it in stores. I thought it looked really cool. Uh, he was featured in the movie The Indian in the Cupboard. Did you ever see that movie? Yes, I I did. And actually, do you know who makes these figures? Oh, uh, who is it? Um, is it, it's not it's not Mattel. It's Playmates. Playmates. So they pro- and- so they probably were the same size as Ninja Turtles. Yep. So that's probably why I and they honestly, came out in '94. I remember. Yeah, a lot of my toys were similar size. They probably most of them were made by Playmates. Now that I think about it, you know, because they did they made a lot of stuff. Uh, and again, this mm-hmm. one I think there's a cartoon that came out in like the early '90s, '94, '95, maybe. So check that out. Um, yeah, it's wild. Ah, oh, good stuff, man. Yeah, no, I thought that was kind of cool. Like just these different for any you can think of that like like you're not remembering until now from this discussion. Um, I had like uh, I don't know if they were called battle trolls or something like that. They were like wishnik trolls, but they were oh, like, had, like yes armor and stuff I had like one, them. Had blue hair and he had a yellow. He was like it looked like the Terminator almost. Like half of his skin was ripped off, yes. and so it was like a yellow robotic half face oh shit i remember yeah. that wow i had that i had another one where his his hair was like half black half green okay and he looked like a punk rock biker dude i i remember those oh do um, you remember again another one from my my youtube video of the knockoffs do you remember stone protectors i was just about to say that Oh, literally those verbatim. Were- I, go, I remember watching your video going Stone Protectors. And yep. here's the thing I had no idea what the name of that show was. Yeah. But I it remember was- I had that figure. Yeah. I remember um, I had some. Ra- I'm trying to think about the random things I had. Like, I remember I had Darkwing Duck figures. Yeah. Okay. And I had the dude, the electrical shock dude. And you. Um, you would flip your finger in the back and he actually shot out sparks like legitimately oh, really? shot out That's sparks. Safe. Yeah. 
I don't remember the name of the character, but he had like a plug on his head. Um, that that was cool. I'm trying to think what else, because there there were times there was just like you like you said, you would just go to a toy store and you were going there for the big for the big boys. And maybe you found something that caught your eye that was on clearance or somebody got a few on clearance. Jeez, it was a lot. Yeah, man. it was a lot of stuff. So, uh, and, and again, I wanted to kind of go through that that blog post because there's some so many hidden gems that I saw in there. They're like, I got to share this because I feel like there's other people that are going to remember this stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember like, did you ever so like just going back to playing with the toys themselves and having, you know, the stories and the adventures and what have or, or you know, what have you. Um like, did you like, did you have a particular area of your house that you would set the figures up in mostly, or was it really just wherever you were? When like, I was very good. Well, I was going to say like, for example, did you always only play with them inside or did you take them outside? I don't think I ever took them out. Very rarely did I take them outside. Okay. I used to set up in the living room when I was a kid kid, when I got a little bit older, I would just play in my bedroom. God bless my parents. There'd be toys in the living room, but I had to pick them all up always. Yep. But mostly inside the house, I didn't, I didn't take them outside or like, I didn't abuse my toys either. You were good. Yeah. See, we beat up our toys, like a lot of broken limbs and stuff like that for ours. Yeah. Like I remember when I had my wrestling figures, the Hasbro ones, the, the small plastic ones, I kept my matches relatively like normal. Like yeah. a guy went on the top or off the top rope, I would actually make him jump like normally off the top rope. I remember friends would be like, you know, they would take their hands and be like, oh, like, you know, oh, the guy would go, like slam them down like, and five feet above the ring. I'm like, no, he's got to jump outwards. Like Macho Man doesn't oh get God. 10 feet up in the air. <laughs> he like jumps outward. Yeah, I, I was you were that kid, guy. You were the like, stickler. Yeah. Yeah, like no, no, he doesn't. Yokozuna doesn't do a moon salt. Let's not yeah. do that. I, I, I was weird <laughs> like that, but with, but with other, I, with them, I was very realistic. But with other things, I would just do whatever I felt like. And yeah, Power Rangers and the bad guys would become good guys, and turtles would meet Batman and Spider Man. And all this other stuff would be fun. So. A big part of the action figures back then were all the little tiny plastic accessories that, you know, make them worth a lot of money these days. If you could hold on yes. to them, nobody ever did, of course. Did you have any accessories that you remember that maybe even were used for other figures totally unrelated? Because I have a few. Well, in that's what I'm asking. I, I, I can tell you that I still have when I opened up my Ninja Turtle box and I said, I'm going to take a few figures to put on display. Michelangelo from the third movie still had the scepter in his hand. Really? So I'm like, oh, yes, that's great. Yeah. Um, I do have my original Turtles figures, even though I have the, the, them remade in, in the box. One of them had, I guess it's supposed to be pizza because everything was brown in the original yes. Turtles. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have a, what looks like to be a piece of pizza in one of their hands also. Okay. A lot of the Power Ranger toys, little accessories, all like the little swords and guns. If I look in the bins, they're they're still in there. Okay. Mm, you know what I like? Speaking of which, uh, the Power Ranger figures, at least the ones that I had, 
Um, I don't know if it was the flip head ones only or whatever, but do you remember that they had, they were cool because when you put the, the, there's a lot of figures, if you try to put something in their hands, like either it was hard to get in because the plastic was too hard to like, like, like for example, the Ninja Turtles, like to put a sword in Leonardo's hand was like a big, it was really hard to do, but if you could do it, it wasn't going anywhere. Uh, a yes. lot of times though, the hands were just like wide open and, and they wouldn't hold on to whatever you put in there. The Power Rangers figures, do you remember this where they had the little pegs on their palms? Yes, they did. And the weapons had the holes, so you could slot it right in there, and it wouldn't go anywhere. And it was awesome. It was. And it was and easy then, to do. With the flip heads, not only did they have a hole to go into the figure's hands, the other side had another peg. So when you wanted to combine all the weapons, you could take the the, the, oh, the, yeah. the sword and the and the axe and everything and make the, the whatever it was called, the power the, cannon. The I'm power, the power director. I can't even... Uh, it's like a power can. God. I think I think it's what they're the power gun power or something. Can. Or they would just go, let's put them together. There you go. This. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, and then you would throw them in order. I do remember that. And then they had, of course they all had the power white blasters. Yeah. Power daggers. Yeah. They had the uh, and they had the little holster for their blasters that would go in there next to them. You know what yep. I mean? Mm-hmm. Now here's another thing too about action figure. And I'm so sorry, guys. We're going all over the place. We weren't really. I I did not have a plan for this episode. I just knew I wanted to talk about action figures, but I feel like it's going pretty well. Anyway, um, the other thing about action figures that like ones that like I would play with over the others is if I could stand them up on their own. Was that ever a thing for you? Like being able to just like make them stand on their own two feet. Not really. Now it is trying to put them on a display. You son of a bitch. We stand up. Yeah. I'm looking at you, white Dino Thunder Ranger that will not stand up in my display case. <laughs> there are so many of that they just won't. And like back in the day, there was like characters like from the Ninja Turtles line in particular. I hated it. Like I, it was like it was the variants of the, the main Shredder. Char- well, Shredder was one. But like there was variants <laughs> of like Leonardo that had like costumes on. But like it would stand like with his toe angled. So like you could never really display him. You know, like he would so stand you up straight. Your, so no, when you were I, not, playing with them, you would display them? No, no I, I, to take it back. When I was playing with them, like, let's say I was setting them up for a scene. Like, let's say they're going through a whole line of, like, foot soldiers. To fight, which, by the way, that was another thing, too. I never had a foot soldier action figure. So all of my other oh, turtles no. that weren't being used as the turtles, I made foot soldiers instead. They were just foot soldiers that looked like turtles. Because I think, well, there, I had sorry, a reason for this. It, so in the original movie, they wore green, like, jumpsuits or whatever and had the red headbands i'm like well they kind of look like the turtles outfits anyway so i would use you know the turtles figures is like well they had the headband and they were green so it was interchangeable for me but they were actually your imagination exactly that's exactly what i did so i wanted why well, i actually did get a technodrome back in the day but before i did do you remember color forms i do remember color forms i had color forms. so i would take I would take like the you know the backgrounds and put it against the wall, and I would put the little color forms as like a background. Then I would have the turtles fighting in front of the technodrome and stuff like that. So oh I, yeah, I had to use your imagination. Yep. I um, yeah, I I I forgot about color forms. That was I had Ninja Turtles color forms. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I had I had Ghostbusters and I had uh, Ninja Turtle color forms. But going back to like the um the drones, so to speak, yeah, I think yeah. every kid wanted multiple foot soldiers stormtroopers or uh putties yeah. i never understood i mean i guess it probably wouldn't sell but like it as was, a kid it was a i damn wanted shame. to have a bunch yeah i want to have that, a bunch that's what i was gonna say and listen this is let's make this into a short for crying out loud it is a damn shame that the a foot soldier a putty patroller whatever was the same price for one figure as any of the other figures that is a crying shame like it's it's it, 
bogus. You're you're right because if they lowered the price on the drone figures to just a little bit less, the parents may have gotten them too. The only way I ever got multiples of a of a drone is this. So I had a stormtrooper figure from like ninety seven. Yep, and I wanted more because how could you have one stormtrooper? You can't. Yeah, no, you can't. They made the fig a two pack of Han and Luke when they had the stormtrooper helmets on. Oh, okay. So there's two more. So I was able to convince my parents, but it's Luke and Han in disguise. But they had helmets to put on. So when I got them home, those helmets were on. They never came off. They were just no. regular stormtroopers. So I and you still had Han. You still had Han and Luke anyway for like just yeah, the regular exactly. Figures. I had a regular Han and a regular Luke. Yeah, but I had them in stormtrooper gear and put the helmets on. And there we go. I convinced them to get me two more stormtroopers. You know, it's funny you mentioned Han Solo. I do remember now I had a Han Solo figure, but I totally didn't realize until I, because I, this is before I'd seen the movies even. I The one I had was not from the original with the vest and the white shirt. I had Hoth Han with the jacket, the leather oh, jacket. with the jacket. Oh, they smell bad. <sighs> On the outside. Well, he wasn't wearing that outfit. He was wearing his one that he wore for most of the movie, like I said, the jacket with oh, the white button. Oh, okay. Button up, Got it. You know, and... um. But I remember we took that figure for a school project. And this, again, I don't know why I remember this. In fifth grade, we had to do projects on one of the 50 states. Did you ever have to do one of those in school where you pick a state and have to come up with like a yeah, state sh- bird and, you know, all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, I'm sure I did. So I did that, and my state was Colorado. And to this day, <laughs> I remember that. Oh, I'll tell you why I remember that. Because my mom and I came up with the idea of like, why don't we make like a mountain? Cause it's in the Rocky mountains. And so we built one out of like cardboard and construction paper and cotton balls. And we're like, well, let's have somebody skiing on it. So I had my little Han Solo action figure. He's wearing a jacket, right? He's ready for cold weather. We literally glued popsicle sticks to his feet and glued toothpicks into his hands. And we had him skiing down the mountain on the side. All right. I can one up you a little bit. So middle school, I'm going to say seventh or eighth grade. So you're probably like 12, 13. Yeah. You know, Kind of starting to get out of things a little bit, perhaps. Um, unless you're, I'll give a quick uh, story uh, for our wrestling fans. Kevin Owens, you know him. And if you're a wrestling fan, you know him. Yep. Uh, you don't have to know wrestling to know this story. So Kevin Owens is a big time wrestler. He's been the world champion. He was telling a story. He's like, yeah, when I had my wrestling figures, you know, I had the music, I had the CDs, which I would do. And I played the music when the guy was walking to the ring. He's like, but I was, uh, I just wasn't feeling it that day, so I I wanted like to shatter something for Steve Austin because his music was shattered. It a, a glass would shatter and his music would start. Yep. So Kevin Owens took a ceramic mug and threw it at the wall, and it didn't really shatter. It just kind of stood there. And his dad came home and yelled at him. He's like, "You're 17 years old. Why are you doing this shit?" He's like, "17." <laughs> I thought I was a late blue. I saw I saw playing with them like at like 13. Yeah. Um, well, and it's one thing to play with them, but it's another thing to think it's okay to throw a mug into a wall at 17. At 17. <laughs> so seventh grade, we had to design a toy, and I decided to create uh the titantron so in wrestling it's the stage where the wrestlers come out of it's um you know it's it's a metal stage with a a big screen at the time it was impressive now by no means with all hd and led stuff it's not yeah but i took like a um a baking pan like a um like a flimsy one once you get like like the dollar store Yeah, yeah yeah popsicle popsicle sticks inside of it to like be like stanchions and uh just cut out a generic logo of from a magazine and put it on something I, I don't know maybe a piece of wood 
and there was your and a little cardboard ramp and put a little figure on it. I go, there you go. I <sighs> didn't amazing. win, most likely to be made because the teachers didn't know what it was. But guess what? They made my toy like a year they later. Did. They absolutely did make the Titan Tron. They, they did come they out with the Titan Tron. They still make that today. Like that's still part of. Oh, I'm every... sure they do. Absolutely, it's the coolest, man. Oh, good stuff. Yes. I want to go play with action figures now. I don't know about you, but like I just now I'm like I love this because I just gonna go sort them. Yeah, right. Yeah, go go sort through your toys, man. Jeez, that was yep. fun. So because again, it's Christmas time and. It was always my favorite gift to get as a kid. I knew if I was getting an action figure. And you could always tell, too, right? Like, if you're looking at the packaging. Oh, yeah. They yeah. had a very distinct, almost like a like a trapezoid shape, if you were to look at it from the side. Because you had the, the flat, and then it would kind of diagonal, go up, and meet in the middle with a flat surface. That was the bubble, the blister packaging. Yes. So you always knew what an action figure was wrapped like. Yeah. Props to moms oh. and dads, especially back then, because... I don't know if there's that many action figures kids play with now, but back in the 90s and the 80s, props to moms and dads for uh, wrapping those gifts. Well, I can can tell you one of my sons who likes action figures uh, is getting action figures for Christmas this year, so we will be wrapping action figures. Is it Street Fighter action figures? Uh, They are not Street Fighter action figures. Oh, okay. Those will be... I, know I sent Street Fighter action figures. You did. You sent Street Fighter action figures for my son, but they will be staying in a gift bag because they're okay. loose figures. But the other ones I might They remember. were. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, I digress again. Um, so there it goes to you on your line again. That's okay. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, was, it's, it was always my favorite toy to get growing up because there was so much you could do with them. And mm-hmm. it, oh, I used to have this thing that I would do, by the way, where... It was like a almost like a weird routine tradition where I would take all my turtle figures. I would put on the I had a tape that had two episodes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that literally led into uh, the first movie. Like my mom had done like a like she had copied the movie, like recorded the movie on VHS and then before yeah. that recorded two. And I remember the episodes to this day, the two episodes that I have memorized line and verse because I would watch this tape on repeat while I would have my figures out. And then I would try to parallel whatever I was playing with with the movie so that the big fight scene at the end of the movie with Shredder. Right. I would try mm-hmm. to have that type of showdown with the turtles versus Shredder on, <laughs> on my bed or whatever. I'd like knock him off the bed. That was always my thing. I would reenact it. I did that, believe it or not, uh, only with Star Wars, not with Power Rangers or Turtles or okay. anything else. The original Star Wars movie, I would take out my figures and I would kind of reenact them. Yeah, because I had because I had Luke and Han without the with the stormtroopers storm helmets. That's right. That so was the could, reason why. That's the reason. So so thank you to uh, to Lou and Nancy for being able to, uh, and that's talking about your parents, obviously, for for giving Lou the opportunity to to reenact these films. So yes, tell, sh- please thank your mom because I think you, you know at this point you gotta you gotta thank her for it because yes I'm I'm thanking my parents for the amazing memories that I had from uh, all these and amazing- trying to find these things yes I paying for them is one thing and that's appreciative too yes wrapping them is is appreciated also but sometimes they weren't easy to find maybe we should touch on that quick is some of this stuff was not easy to find it wasn't like, i know for a fact the the power rangers when they came out forget it forget trying to get those things yeah impossible yep you, you know what specific ones i remember were really hard to get were do you remember like the the, the 10 inch figures of the power rangers that were like super yeah, the first ones they made i guess those were yeah. the first ones they made yeah I mm-hmm. had a couple of those. I didn't get them until a little bit later, but I remember, like, because I would always ask for those, and I never got them. And uh, 
Yeah, because I would get figures that I didn't know anything about. I still loved them, played with them all the time. But whenever I asked for a specific figure, especially if it was one that I knew was popular, like, yeah, you're right. Like, like you said, going out and trying to find those figures, like, yeah, that's that's not easy. Could you to imagine do. trying to find the try to find the Green Ranger when he first came out? No way. Oh my god, yeah, forget it. Or the no Green way. Ranger, or I'm trying to. What what are some other figures that would have been hard to find back then? I know Green Ranger was probably I know a big one. When I was a kid. The Green Ranger was like literally impossible to get. Um, in wrestling, for some reason, Kane oh, was could, very, yeah. very hard to find when he came out. Oh, geez. Um, I'm trying to think of any turtles that were hard to find. Uh, I know there's some that are like hard... worth money now, but they weren't like popular back then. But they just like they well, were, that's like, why they're maybe... worth money. It, exactly. Yeah. So they weren't like a hot. Yeah. Because you're right. For like turtles, I feel like there was never an issue finding the turtles. Like they they made they always enough. Made, they made plenty of those. I feel for the but most that's part. The th- but that's the thing. I remember as a kid with my wrestling figures. When I got the Hasbro's, they made Hogan. They made the Warrior. They made Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, but they eventually remade them again. Like, like it was a repaint. But if you weren't into wrestling when series one came out by series three and four they had re-released those guys just a different paint job i remember back in the day the first wave of turtles figures was the only wave they ever made of like the turtles without a mustache or a hat or fireman or police officer it was like what you know me and you were both into it and since the beginning or very early on right the base figures. Once if you got into it, it halfway through, like, well, who'd really like to have a Donatello that's, you know, not dressed as a magician or something like that? Or well, and, and I got, remember I had the yeah. one in disguise I had. I, I loved had that, that figure. He was great. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't like you couldn't use him with the other four base t- turtles. It looked weird, right? That's where like <laughs> the, uh, the village people. I, apparently, that's where my imagination stopped working for me, right? Because I could totally imagine other turtle figures as foot soldiers. But God forbid I have to use turtles dressed in weird costumes for the for whatever I was doing. Um, and it's funny, too, because I remember near the end of me playing with these figures, I actually all four of my turtles none of them were base figures i lost all of them of my base figures so oh, really I, I can tell you exactly the, my start my lineup of turtles because i remember it to this day okay so my donatello was actually i take it back my donatello and my michelangelo both were the mutating turtles where you pop the shell open and flip their heads around and make them baby turtles yes yeah. yes they, yes i had one which, of those by the way are back in stores now in target you can yes, buy i them. saw those yes so those were my donatello and my michelangelo figures okay and then Raphael. And Leonardo were both the same figure line. They were the pop-up head turtles. Do you remember those? I think I do. You could push their heads down, and they would lock in. You would squeeze their legs, and it would pop back up. They look like that dude from 90 Day Fiance with no neck. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Say, exactly. Say the you neck You know who me, we're Clark. talking about. Yeah, I, I don't do know his know name, but... Yeah. So, but that's the ones I, and it's funny because I, to this day, it is sitting in my oldest son's room on a shelf, my Raphael pop-up head that I had when I was a kid. I did have all four of the original turtles. Their weapons were gone. Yep. Their, and their belts. belt buckles were gone. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Raph's arms, he had some surgery where that was another thing. If it broke, I didn't get a new one. No. My dad fit- went, okay. Crazy glue. Yep. That's it. And his armor is like, didn't move. Raph got messed up the most. But I was fortunate enough to, to have those have those four, but 
Yeah, I, I looking back at it, I don't understand why they didn't re-release the original Turtles. And it wasn't like they were only around for three years. The Turtles was around for almost they what, had those eight figures years? for ten years. They started re- well. I'm trying to think when did they start releasing? No, they did. They released them for their original show in '87 when it came out, and the show ended in '97. So yeah, they were making the toys years. until at least '97. They, I think, they even made some beyond that before the new 2003 series came out. So. Did you not get the the movie Turtles? I never did. My friend had them, and I was so jealous because they were so cool looking, and they were rubbery, and they were fun. They were rubbery. And he had a super shredder, which was hilarious because he was shorter than the Turtles, but he was just awesome looking, and Splinter was furry. That was the shredder I used. The That's shred- the shredder I used because oh, yeah. I didn't like the scoliosis shredder, so I used <laughs> super shredder. So I, I looked it up because if you're, if you're listening to this and you remember the original Shredder figure, he did. He had a weird kind of hunched over pose. Supposedly, it was based off of one of the poses he did in the original comics. And that's what it's, yes. it's based off of. Um, it's a terrible now why, figure. Why he had the weird spinal protrusions on his back and makes him look all emaciated, that I don't know. I, I got nothing for you there. But the pose, yeah. And it's funny because like I would use that one. That was my go-to. He was missing his armor by the end. Like That had all fallen off of him except for like maybe one of his, his claws on his on his wrist or whatever yep. all the other ones popped off and um but i would he would always pose like that so i was like man well he looks like he can do some pretty sweet like jumping kicks because he could just you know lift him up in the air and oh kick him in yeah. the face you know that was his go-to move right um oh god i remember this other thing too so sorry we're totally going on another tangent here but casey jones remember casey jones right it's one of my favorite characters from ninja turtles yep and he was missing his hand for many years. I had like his right hand was gone. I don't know where it went. It's gone. Lost it I, in battle. Yeah, he lost it in battle. I remember for the longest time, I just didn't use a hand for him. And then I found another figure and God help me. I cannot remember the figure I stole this from, but it was a hand <laughs> that was roughly the size and it was a red <laughs> semi translucent fist. And I'm like, that'll work. And I literally, the peg, cause you know, they came in little That's pegs. Great. I yes. popped it on there, never left his hand. He, so he had a, it was, it was like, I'd say it wasn't exactly a one-to-one fit. It was probably like a 75% reduction in size of a regular hand. So he's got this little tiny that's midget great. fist, but I was like, that's his power fist. That's what he punches people in the face with. And I remember using someone else's hand for, and I cannot remember whose hand that was. I wish I could, because that would great, be amazing. Though. Yep. That's, that's, that's so cool that you did that. That's ingenuity right there, my friend. Yeah, making best of what you got or what you don't got. Oh, good stuff. All right, listen, I could talk action figures forever. In fact, I do want to talk. Uh, we'll we'll definitely do another figures conversation in the future. Uh, there was an article that I wanted to bring up here today, but we'd be going for hours and hours, and I just no. Mm. It's worth another episode of basically. I have a, I found an article of toys from the '90s that are worth way more than you thought they might be now, and if you could like hella expensive to buy now. You've already touched on a couple of them today with some of the figure lines we talked about, but there's uh, even more toys out there that are worth so much money that you may not have realized. So we'll absolutely do a future episode on that here. I just wanted to get it out there today as kind of a general discussion on the joy of action figures. And before we wrap up, Lou. Uh, can you think of, I want you to tell me just one, you could have multiple in your head, but give me one action figure that when you got it for, for a holiday, Christmas, birthday, whatever, that like, it was the greatest moment of your life or like in that moment. Can it be, does it have to be an action figure per se, or can it be like an accessory? It could be an accessory. Yep. If Absolutely. I was the only kid in school that had the dragon dagger. You son of a bitch. <laughs> That's what everybody says. So here's the thing. It's like, if I tell somebody I'm a New York Jets fan, they go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, nobody died. 
It's okay. Right. But on the flip side, if I say I had the Dragon Dagger as a kid, even it's all like, wow, yeah. really? Because his his stuff was so hard to find. So it didn't have the the Ranger, didn't have the Zord, but I had the Dragon Dagger, and I still yeah. have it. Oh, geez. How much is that worth? Uh, I, I don't think it's worth that much because it was played with quite a lot. It was gotcha. played with a lot. But they've remade it, and where it's comes, it came out by Hasbro and Bandai, and it's like, like uh, prop quality if it, if it was used in a show. But yeah, yeah, I, I love that. That was probably my favorite thing. Oh, jeez, son of a bitch. Okay, now what I'm about jealous. you? What did you get? So I got it for my birthday. I was my fifth birthday. I remember this very specifically. I remember the chair I was sitting in in the room of the house that I was sitting in of my house when I got this figure for my birthday. It was. A giant-sized movie version of Michelangelo. Do you remember those? So I had I had the giant-sized cartoon version of Michelangelo, which had been remade, and they're in the stores. I have them. I have all four of them, actually. Oh, you do? Okay, I so do. I have my. So when you look at Mikey, remember that's the one I had. That's the one you had. Yep. So anyway, so this was the movie version, and uh, I loved him so much. You know why I loved him? He was obviously he was cool. He's huge. It looked like, oh, this is what it'd be like to hang out with the actual turtles from the movie because it looked like the, the detail was there, you know. But mm-hmm. my favorite thing about him was that he came with a nunchuck that had like a were string. They orange? They were orange nunchucks, but like an actual string yes. between them. So you could swing them around like nunchucks. And so that's yes. what I did. I would use them. At, like if we were playing Ninja Turtles, like us, like my friends, I would bust that out and be Michelangelo. I had the same exact thing, and you know what's really weird is I vividly remember like unboxing him outside of the house for some reason and like putting him on the trunk of my parents' car to see how big he was. I don't know why, but that that's core memory. You are, okay? There we so go. I love that figure so much to the point where now sitting in my son's room, my parents sent it down to me. I have that that giant Michelangelo in my house still. That Michelangelo, not a remake. No, no, not a the actual one from one. my childhood is sitting in my son's room right now. And you know what the ironic thing is? I have almost all my Ninja Turtle and almost all of my toys from my childhood. You don't, I have, don't that have that Michelangelo. Oh nope. man, I wonder where it went. It's probably that one. The only thing he's missing, I mean, the nunchuck, obviously, but the only other thing he's missing that I'm like to the point where I've considered buying it on eBay just to make it complete is the bandana came off on the back. It was like a detachable okay. for some reason. Mm-hmm. So if I ever find that, I'm not kidding. I may buy the bandana just to put, like have it complete for the first time in 30 years. Yeah, Jeez. makes sense. Oh man, good stuff. All right, we gotta we gotta stop now. We could go forever, and I don't I don't you know I don't want to go forever on this because I want to do this again in the future. All right, man, good stuff. I uh, appreciate you coming back on here. Uh, we are getting that much closer to Christmas. This is going to be coming out what, a couple weeks before Christmas, I guess. So figured it was the perfect time again to do an action figures episode. If there are any toys from your childhood that uh, if you're listening to this and you want to reach out to us and share them with us, I'd love to shout you out on a future episode. Make sure you're reaching out to us on Facebook at Generation S Podcast or on Instagram at Generation S Podcast. Uh, connect with me give me a follow i'd love to connect with you on there and chat it's it's so much fun to kind of just reminisce about this stuff so if you have core memories you want to share with me and unlock some core memories from us send us uh send us your messages guys give us a follow on there and hey listen if you enjoyed this episode and you really want other people to experience it share this episode out share the show out uh we are still growing and i would love to get the word out there uh we've got a ton of episodes in the backlog now this is like episode 70 i think like so there's plenty to get through for for new listeners yeah absolutely man it's crazy we've been doing this for almost a year and a half now and it's just it's Mm -hmm. so much fun 
And I always get excited this time of year too, because this was always my favorite time of year growing up as a kid. This and Halloween, probably a tie. Um, but from like a toy perspective, obviously, I've just always loved Christmas time because I always got the coolest stuff. So, uh, Lou, thank you so much for coming on, man. As always, I appreciate you coming on the show. Don't thank me. Thank all the moms and dads. Yes. And thank you to all of our parents for for scouring store shelves in the 90s to try to find fighting people and yes, and not buying bootlegs and all that stuff. Yes. Although, listen, there's something to be said about bootleg figures, because God knows I certainly had plenty of those myself. So (laughs) I did, too. That I think we should do an episode on that in the future, too, is bootleg figures. Well, there is depending on the time of this video, there has either been a recent release or there will be a very soon release of bootleg power ranger figures courtesy of our generation s youtube channel and courtesy of lou yes so yes absolutely so make sure you're on the lookout for that as well so give us a follow on youtube we do some pretty cool stuff on there every week and uh yeah and and one more thing i always forget to ask this but if you want to support the show we don't have a patreon yet but there are ways you can support the show financially, uh, and that's through merch. Uh, make sure you check out our merch page. It's linked in the description of this episode. If you're looking for a cool T-shirt or a notebook, uh, or I, I think those are the big things I've got up there. Is some shirts, coffee some, mugs. Oh, and I've got some coffee mugs. You're absolutely thank you, Lou. Uh, if you're looking for a good coffee mug, uh, we've got a ton of different logo variations of Generation S. Whatever kind of strikes your fancy, we've got it. Check it out. And uh, please support the channel if you can. Uh, and if you do, send us a picture of you with the merch. I'd be happy to shout you out and, and tag you on Instagram as well. So that's going to do it for us this week, guys. Happy almost holidays, Christmas, whatever. We're getting there, getting close. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.